0: Frank Kruger, don't call it mixed reality, don't call it augmented reality, don't call it reality because, or maybe we should, it's spatial reality.
1: Is it meta reality? Is it um, profitable reality? Probably not.
0: (laughs) Most likely not.
1: Oh, darn, you're spoiling it for me. I just spent all day working on an app that I don't know if I'll ever finish, but uh (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure it'll make me
0: millions well we got new guidelines about your set app um you're not allowed to call it mixed reality you're not a lot to call it virtual reality you not we to call it augmented reality you can call it spatial computing frank yeah. spatial computing app plus plus how's that feeling <laughs>
1: um I, I i'm not sold yet i'm not sold i i my computer so far is this little box that's taking up way too much space on the desk and I have wires everywhere. So I'm down for the spatial computing life, but so far my computing life involves a lot of little boxes and wires and dongles.
0: <laughs> oh, that is not ideal. Well, let's talk about the ideal Apple vision pro developer setup. Frank Krueger, It's go time because starting on the 19th at 5 a.m. Pacific, hold your pants on. Uh, you can pre-order this puppy Vision Pro uh, for $34.99 uh, and maybe you have taxes as well. So ch- chuck on another 400 buckaroonies in the state of Washington. And you get this thing. Can you believe this? You get this in under a month. It's here in under one month.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say you can also, I think, add on about $150 if you need uh, corrective lenses as I may or may not get, I either have to go to my optometrist to get an updated eyeglasses prescription so I can get it for the Vision Pro, or I have to get some new contacts. What a life. Got to do one or the other. Um, But yeah, you could add $150 to that. And I do not have an ideal uh, development set up for this device. Way to hit me right in the heart there. You had to mention that. I have been juggling computers around all day trying to develop because yeah, as of, what, uh, there'll be two or three weeks, two two weeks left after this uh, episode comes out and got to have your apps in the app store if you want to be a day one app at that point.
0: And if I remember correct, you have to be developing on an M series Mac, correct?
1: Yes, that is the entire trouble that I just had to go through um, because in the very early betas, you could develop on an Intel Mac, which is my dev machine. A beautiful dev machine. It goes very fast. It runs things very fast. Lovely machine. Not good enough. Not good enough. Um, thankfully, um, I got an M1 Air little laptop and 16 gigabytes uh, of RAM at least. Thank goodness. And I've been able to do development on that pretty well. Um, man, I miss my iMac though. I don't <laughs> monitors and cables and HDMI stuff and multiple keyboards and mice. I don't know. It's for the birds. Do I have
0: to upgrade James? Don't tell me. It's too much money. I think you know, when we think about this is you know, you I feel like yes, you can launch this application. Although it's really fascinating to launch an application without ever having hardware to test it on. Now, My question to you would be, have you ever done that before? Because if I remember correct for like iPad, they flew in folks to develop iPad apps, put them on there for Apple Watch and they're the same. I did. They did they do that for the uh, Vision Pro? Did they? I think they did do they did do uh, Cupertino visits where you could schedule it to do So I guess you had the opportunity if you would fly your Mm -hmm. pants down to Cupertino um nice, nice short cheap trip down there oh yeah um, to test cheap. out your app but had you done that ever before I forget if you had
1: yeah for any of the I other I, things I apologize because I probably even said it on this podcast um I got to do it for the watch not mm. for the iPad for the iPad I just bought one and developed apps on it the moment I got it kind of thing Um, But for the watch, I got lucky and got to expensively fly down to Cupertino and practice with the watch. And so to answer your question, no, I've never released an app without being able to test it on the real device because, um, yeah, I got to play with the watch immediately in um, Cupertino. And I'm pretty sure I missed day one anyway. (laughs) I didn't release on day one of the watch. I was a little slow to get my order in and I didn't want to test it out.
0: Yeah, it's a very fascinating one uh, because if you were on an iPhone and going to the iPad, yeah, you kind of already knew the development experience like going into the simulator. Yeah. It's a bigger experience. We know the iPhone simulator is pretty, you know, pretty good for being a simulator. Obviously, it's not an emulator, but, you know, for being what you might be creating at that time when the iPad came out pretty solid. the The real difference with the watch is that you almost kind of want to live with your app. You know what I mean? Like You want to, it's something that's on you physically. You want to test it and see how it interacts with your fingers and on your wrist. So I think it does make a lot of sense. I think with the vision pro boom, (laughs) I think you're also in that other uh, stage, but I think to an extreme level, I would say, uh, because this is something not only that we've, we've seen reality, we've seen headsets, but we've never seen anything. In the apple realm that would come out you know fashionably close that we could compare it to you know with with uh with app kit and and uh ui kit and, and and all these different kits that they have of putting together these apps so i feel as though that this is something pretty different now you are a vr ar mr person. you have a quest <laughs> correct uh you have uh at least that, at a minimum, I assume correct. So you've experienced some, oh yeah, some form of virtual reality.
1: Oh yeah, I, I've ever since the Rift Dev Kit, I've been using these things. I wanted in on the early days, and I have a Quest something or another at this point. I, I've actually lost track of all the versions of it and everything, but an older Quest, but. Works fine, works good. Uh, yeah, I've, I've written things in C++ low level VR stuff uh, at the straight at the graphics API level. I've done it in WebXR. Are we allowed to call it XR? Um, That's a set of APIs. There was like a WebVR and then it became a WebXR. I've written stuff in that. I've written stuff in Unity. (laughs) So I've did and I've done ARKit and all that stuff on iOS. So yeah, I've been been living the vision life. Doesn't mean I, I know how to write the best app for it or anything like that. But I at least know how to put something on the screen vaguely um there's still some mysteries with devices like this because you know um when i was first writing ios apps the simulator was pretty much good enough like it it showed the screen the mouse worked with it and the mouse worked roughly how your finger works it wasn't wasn't that complicated and you could develop an app pretty much 100 on the simulator and it worked pretty well on the device the simulator for vision is very different because the input input modality is just so different. Um, it's it's really hard to test an app and guess what it's going to be like on the actual device. Like, I was implementing drag. Like, a, there's an object on the screen and you want to drag it. And I'm like, what does drag even do in the not virtual reality world? In the not augmented reality world, like, is that a finger? Like, how do I? I it's really hard to test these things in just the simulator without the real device.
0: Yeah, sort of the mysteries of the of Vision Pro development. And I believe that the thing that is the most mysterious, probably for most developers going to the Vision Pro, is that interactive touch points with the fingerprint, you know, finger touching here. Now, actually, the HoloLens had a very similar mechanism for interacting and pinching and doing stuff. So I've I've worn a a, a hollow lens. Uh, Laurent Wollion mm-hmm. uh, had one and I, I was at a conference and he let me strap it on my head. It's pretty cool. Uh and you were doing that. And again, I'm not really a big uh VR MR AR what anything person <laughs> in general, so the vision pro doesn't have me too excited. Uh maybe I'll buy one, maybe expense. Expense, it's expense. Expense it off, business expense. Um it's free. It's, it's basically that free. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Ah, why not? It's tacked right off. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I think in that regard, that's the, the, the part that is hard maybe to even envision that interactive space, because when you think of the phone to tablet to watch to desktop, we really understand that interaction model and the interaction model is really important in app development. I mean, to me, uh, especially on. The phone, where I do most of my app development, it's a very different interactive interaction than on the desktop, although I understand the desktop and the web. When it comes to mobile, the touch aspect is is different. You have to kind of understand that and craft for it, which is why when a lot of people are like, oh, I've forever done WinForms development or I've done WPF development, I just want to take that, I want to take that exact same WinForms app, (laughs) I want to shove it on an iPhone. And I go, no, that doesn't make any sense because it doesn't, and here you'd have to like manipulate the, you can't do a one to one. I've seen it done, you know what I mean? On an iPad, like, but it's, it, it's not a comfortable experience uh, for what users are like. So have having come from an iPhone to an iPad, you're like, okay, I, I understand that interactive model. It's just a bigger landscape. And probably there's some things that are unique that I, I can't grasp right now without holding it. And you go to the watch, you can basically understand. You can just tap around on the watch. Right, it's a little touch mm-hmm. screen. Okay. I understand how touch screens work. But here, like, there is no screen. There's no things like how how far in do I have to to do this? Am I doing am I motioning? Am I am, am I walking? You are physically moving in a space. Like, if I am holding my iPhone or my Android phone or my Apple Watch or my old iPhone, I could just walk around with these and I'm just like, oh, I understand how these things work. And it kind of you know gels well because I can go between all of these devices. You know, like I, I even got mm-hmm. we have these like these like heated floor panel uh in one of the bathrooms and it's got a touch screen, right? And it's like so intuitive, but only because like I've used touch screens for like the last, you know, fifteen years <laughs> of my life. It's like so interactive. Right. Like, oh, I understand the back like it's there. Even and whatever that you would have been like pre-iPhone, like it's basically looks like an iPhone app at this point. You're like, oh, okay, I understand how this model works. Yeah. So coming to the Vision Pro to me, that is the hardest thing to grasp because when I was doing the uh, HTC Vive, I want to say the Vive, um, I okay. didn't have that one. This um, was pretty cool. And, you know, playing games on it. And I, but, but I was a gamer, right? So I understood kind of a controller was in my hand and how that was was kind of mapping out and I could I could you know beat saber is like I'm doing this or like <laughs> if I'm in the arcade playing ddr I'm like I'm in the physical space I could understand some of that but in this world it's like one notch beyond what I'm super comfortable with like and I've done it but I just haven't done it a lot and I would say for most people I'm imagining and I could be wrong that they're probably not putting the meta quest on their head for like 3 hours every single day
1: yeah, like I, I think that is the million dollar question right now. Okay. The device is gonna come out. We know it's gonna be a half decent device. It's very expensive. They're gonna put high quality parts in it. It better be a very nice device. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the question is, uh, what kinds of apps are you gonna wanna use and what are the interfaces like for those apps? Because you have a lot of choices to make. Um I'm curious if I would put this thing on in the morning and bounce around from room to room in the house and have different apps like docked at different rooms. I think that would be like an okay use of it. But what if they don't have that feature? What if Apple decided that's not um how this thing's going to roll? So there's just big open questions like that. Like what is your day-to-day use of it? Or is it every time you put it on, you load up an app just like it is on Quest and things like that? Or is it really this Spatial reality that we enter into, and we have our things docked. Okay, fine. So I have docked things. Are they again just iPhone, iPad apps, uh, 2D apps, just kind of you know floating there in space that I can interact with? Great. You know, I I'll, I'll, I'll use all of James's apps. I'll have them docked everywhere. You can They'll be cycling
0: be and see your cadence, see <laughs> a big uh, number floating yeah, on the screen. Just, Perfect.
1: Can I just stream your data to the app? That'd be kind of nice. Um, well, yeah. well, I mean, sure. to your point,
0: and to your point, it's like, I don't know exactly what's going to be there. I'm on the Vision Pro website and they have the little Apple's first spatial operating system. And by the way, I'm not joking about the mixed reality, virtual reality, augmented reality. That was in an email and in the specifications, and they've updated all their marketing. So when I go to the Apple Vision Pro website, they have the whole thing like, here's the interface for the apps, and it kind of has the uh, Apple Watch interface, right? With all the the icons yeah. that are kind of circling. we we have like Safari. Let me well, let me pause it here. I'm gonna pause it. There we go. We have Safari, Photos, Music, iMessage, Power, or not PowerPoint, but what's the but Keynote, <laughs> Mail, Mindfulness. Yep. I mean, if there, if there was yoga in the app, now that'd be kind of cool. Um, app Store, um, Freeform, Apple TV. And then there's another big uh, notes, you want know, note taking up in, in spatial reality. <laughs> and then there's another one that just says compatible apps. That's where yeah. they're going to shove our apps, by the way, compatible apps to shove them over there, put them over there. That's what they're going to do with them. But that's it. That's the only thing that they show.
1: Yeah. And, and uh, the, the, those are basically what's in the simulator. So actually you can use a lot of those, not like keynote or mail or any of those Yeah, are there actually, but um. You, you get a general feel a lot of the apps just feel like iPhone apps with a different widget set like they're just gonna look better in the virtual reality instead of being opaque solid uh rectangles <laughs> like the rest of us will be like all our apps will be in the supported section yeah I think that's why I've been um I've been trying to write a few little apps just so I could be in the the proper section have my own proper icon and enter into the 3d world Mm -hmm. because yeah your apps can be the compatibility mode apps where it's basically just your ios app or uh you can actually write a vision pro app and even then you have big ui decisions to make um apple's apps are mostly 2d apps that just exist in a 3d world And so you can still write a 2D app that just happens to exist in a 3D world. The API supports it just fine. Uh, Or you can go a little bit crazier and create 3D objects and try to build a 3D user interface via interacting with 3D objects. Or then you can go the even farther crazy and just uh, go virtual reality, even though we're not supposed to say it. (laughs) You can just take over the entire screen and do virtual reality.
0: And I feel as though when I look at the the Vision Pro marketing site, I know they're trying to come up with a certain thing, and I know they don't really want to highlight games, and and that's okay, too. But I feel as though what I'm missing from like the announcement that just happened, like we're recording this on the day that they announced all this stuff, um, because CES is happening this week. Really cool stuff at CES. But it's like if I was to launch the Xbox today, and say hey, pre-orders go live next week, and mm-hmm. um, you can get it in a month. And by the way, the Xbox is only five hundred dollars. You know what I mean? I'm just lying. Uh, or the PlayStation Five or whatever. Yeah. You're releasing the next thing, and you're like, here's what's in the box. They give you what's in the box, and you have a photo of like the apps, and you're like, here are the apps you get. You get a browser. <laughs> you get. You know, <laughs> you get what am I buying? You know what I mean? Like. What they're missing is what is the killer app? What is the thing? Like when Nintendo launched a Nintendo switch, they launched it with breath of the wild. And it was, you bought it for this thing. You know what I mean? Like this was the reason to own it, you know, and you knew that there'd be so much more. So now I know that we've seen demos and we've seen a lot of stuff, but like when I'm browsing the announcements, I'm browsing the marketing material. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I know it's beautiful hardware. I I get it, Apple. I get it. And I get it. There's like movies and like all you show is like here's photos. And there's like, but like I'm not sold. I'm like, and and Apple's really good at selling. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Like I want to see what am I doing in this thing? You know, every single day. Am I, I mean, I get I'm, I'm watching videos, but I also have a television. But it's like when I'm working. Okay. So those are two things. Like what else am I doing? What on if I'm working, what are the things that I'm doing while I'm working? You know what I mean. Why is it so much better for me to watch Star Trek: The Next Generation? Is that is that is that correct? Is that is
1: that a that is a very good thing to watch? Picard. I would recommend it. Picard.
0: Uh-huh. If I'm watching
1: Picard,
0: how is this so much better than me just you know turning on the tube and with my Apple TV? You know what I mean. I think well, that's my problem with. It. I'm like I want to see the the things. And right now it makes me feel like I'm a little bit worried about what's gonna be in the app store on two 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 oh two four.
1: No? Am I wrong? Am I crazy? <laughs> Sorry, you cut out there a tiny bit, but I'll just assume that your rant continued in the direction I was thinking it was going. Hey, James, can I recommend to you an app that I'm probably going to publish called HoloVids? It'll take your Star Trek The Next Generation Picard and turn them into 3D and put Picard right in your living room for you. Highly recommended app if I ever get around to releasing it. Everyone go buy it. Please buy a 3,500 hour device and then buy my app. <laughs> It'll be great. There you go. No, you know, um, I, I was just thinking, um, During your rant that Apple should have and they've never done this before, but they should have opened up the App Store early and Mm. showed off some developer released uh, Vision Pro apps, because although I didn't get to go to Cupertino and uh, work on the real hardware, others did other people won that lottery. And I'm sure they had some app they worked on, and probably some of them are going to release their apps. It'd be nice to see what the developer community is releasing, and that would give me a lot of direction in like uh, what kinds of apps, even like fundamentally, like should they be 3D object interactive or should they just be 2D apps that. Work well in a layered windowing system that is spatial and that kind of stuff. So, I think it would have been really cool if they had just opened the app store early so we could see things aside from Keynote, unless Keynote is the kill rap. Maybe it is.
0: I hope so. No, and I think you're right. I think a developer showcase, you know, for it, like, hey, we've like, here are the developers, here are the things that we're launching. I feel like they've done this a bit like on stage at WWDC in the past and other things, but not to this extent, like I would love to see that like, Hey, here are pick the top 10, the top 20, you know, apps that, you know, are going to be launching day one that you could Mm -hmm. highlight. You've worked with these, these folks on showing these unique scenarios, because this is sort of a device that if it's not a virtual reality device for playing video (laughs) games, which it's not, you need to sell me on the other things. I'm, it's a spatial, spatial, spatial something. It's a spatial awareness device. It's got lots of space. It's got spatial audio. It's got spatial iPhones. Uh, it's eyesight, you spatial know, eyesight. It's got spatial in it.
1: One of the reasons I wrote iCircuit for the iPad was iPad came out, and it was one of the most magical devices ever. I still love the iPad. It's good and device. And... What I realized though right away was it was mostly a video consumption device. Like, what is iPad great at? Scrolling through the web and watching videos. iPad yeah. excels at those tasks. And I was, I kind of like challenged myself. Like, can I actually make something on the iPad? As something actually productive, something um, that adds value to the world of sorts, of something like that. And so that's why I wanted to make productivity apps. And at the time, there were just very few productivity apps. And I even got featured on the Apple business website as a productivity app because they're like, wow, someone took this awesome web browser (laughs) and video playback thing and made a productivity app. Yeah. So I don't know if you can make a productivity app for the Vision Pro. I'm not sure if I'm even going to try, but it'd be nice to see if people are trying. Um, So the keynote, the keynote is vaguely interesting to me, like. What if I'm not constrained by a monitor? Maybe I can make the most killer presentation you've ever seen. Who knows? Maybe.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe this is how all presenters at like conferences will start to give because they'll be able to get all their speaker notes right in front of them and look forward. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's a good point. And like, I think those scenarios of like, yeah, talk about like, you know, productivity or wellness or, you know, games or entertainment, like whatever those things are would be pretty great because I could imagine. I'm not really sure how it'll work with the Vision Pro, but there are a lot of app, like fitness apps, right? Where you're training, you're doing stuff. Calmness apps that could be kind of cool. Like a map. Here's a great scenario. And if Calm or what Headspaces and thinking about this, imagine Frank. Maybe okay. this already exists. I, I'm just gonna. And it's not because I'm on Mac rumors and there's an ad for Calm right now because the browser's okay. creepily listening to me.
1: But I, I'm, I'm going to write this app for you tonight.
0: Keep imagine going. you could imagine. You put, you slap on your Apple vision pro and you go into a, you meditation mode and then you're transformed into Pandora, right? Like <laughs> not the war that's happening, but like, you know, oh, okay. all the beautiful greenery and in the wilderness, and you have like all these different things and it's like calm and you just have like this this, you know, voice that's coming down, like, and now we're going to breathe in. And then there's like yeah. know, some stats overlaying because like, it's like, oh, it's like reading your watch, like, here's my, you know what I mean? But like, imagine it, it, it creates, that. I know that's basically virtual reality, but it's like, I'm just saying, like, show me that. Show me that that's a possibility that I could do. That. I'd yeah. That'd be cool. I'd be sold on that a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> show me that or show me like a workout app where the person's in front of me, where I can really see the, the dimensions of the person of the workout that I'm trying to do and I can pin them to a space where I can like, you know, because half the, half the problem with like doing workouts on TV is you would be pointed at the TV all the time, but your workouts are in different movements, right? You could have something that's tracking you and helping you out as you're working out. I don't know if you can work out in this thing. You might be a little sweaty, but um, (laughs) you know, I'm just saying, those are the things Apple marketing department. I know that we did a whole, podcast episode and how we're the worst marketers of our own apps ever. But I'm just saying, I feel like they could take a note from the game industry on this one when launching something substantial like this.
1: No? Yeah, but it's not a game machine. No, I'm just kidding. Of course, it's a game machine. I'm actually curious, um, like these kind of spaces, apps, like that are just, here's a room, go sit in the room and maybe someone like rings a gong or something from time to time. Yeah. Like I actually kind of hope, that those take off as like a little niche apps. I don't know if they'll survive into the future. Like, you know, it'll just wait for the day when someone releases the 20 different spaces and then someone's got a hundred different spaces apps. But, um, I do hope, I mean, I know it's not VR, but VR is great. (laughs) VR is like, I can be in a whole different place. I feel like being in a whole different place. VR is good for that. Um, so I actually hope those, come out and do well. I think um, the teleportation apps, uh, that's probably not what they'll be called, but the ones that are like, you have a scan of a different space, like a, a, a Colosseum or something like that, some famous Roman architecture or something like that. And you put that into your house and you can go walk around in that space and peer around in that space. You are virtually teleporting yourself to Rome. And looking at the archaeology, I think those will be the fun apps, and I hope that those do well. But those are like um, those are your classic communication ones. Of course, we got to get the teleporter one working. It doesn't even have to be real time; it can be for old videos and things like that. But those are kind of the easy ones that you definitely want from the virtual reality world for the. Augmented reality world, I'm still not sure what the killer app is in augmented reality, or then displaying advertisements for JAWS 19. Yeah.
0: No, totally. I hear it. All right, let's talk about what's in the box. Um, and let's talk a little <laughs> bit about this in general. So, you know, inside the box, you're gonna get a few things in general. So, first and foremost, for three thousand four hundred and ninety-nine dollars. <laughs> uh this not a penny is, less <laughs> not a penny less you're gonna get the vision pro headset this makes sense Are you gonna get, thank goodness 200 256 gigs of onboard storage for apps and media is that enough 256 not bad I thought, okay
1: i thought it was a little low to be honest but okay well i mean you know for 35 I don't know. You, 512 do what you did want you want to see do you want your high quality textures or not high quality textures do not come for cheap
0: <laughs> the the but, and it really depends, right? When you think about these games nowadays, now I know this isn't like an Xbox strapped to your head, but you know, those games are pushing fifty, sixty gigs, you know, that you know, these new yeah. devices all have terabytes in them, should have multiple terabytes. I also just saw like, you know, terabyte like micro SD cards. I don't know. They're like, you know, I'm just saying it's possible. I would have yeah. thought I think two fifty six for a launch makes sense. However, my fear is Recording spatial video and putting that on this device,
1: uh, I I'm a little less worried about that. A- Apple's compression is half decent, and okay. um, the the depth channel can be very low bit. I I'm not so worried about that one, um, but it, it it's a it's it's too small. I think. So you said like yeah, a good game is around fifty gigabytes. Yeah, uh, so you can have five big games on it. For a $3,500 device, you can only have about yeah. five games on it. That's a little rough. Um, yeah, like if I was, was smaller, but yeah,
0: rough. like I was to look, let's look in the app store for comparison. Let's just say a Call of Duty game. That That's a game that people play. Call of Duty. I think it's a mobile game. Yeah, yeah. it looks like a Call of Duty mobile. Yeah, three gigs. And that's like at least one of them. This is some okay. other game, two gigs. Now, this is not a the problem game for the, the Vision Pro, though. This is for the iPhone.
1: Exa- exactly. The problem with Vision Pro is you are in a first-person field of view that is giant. And the resolution requirements are very high. You can't put low-resolution textures in like that little call. It's <laughs> probably a very zoomed-out field of view. Yeah. And so the textures do not need to be high-res in that. But the moment you start putting polygons actually in front of people's faces you need that resolution uh so things yeah. get bigger yeah
0: so if you imagine okay like that's going to be you know 10 to 15 gigs you know if not more is going to download chunks of data it'd be fascinating like you're like i go into the app store on the vision pro and i'm like let me download call of duty it's like <laughs> please wait It'll be downloaded in one hour. You know, go, thanks. Um, be that'd be fascinating, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm not even sure how games work in this environment, in in all honesty. Like there's not like there's a controller. So I'll be fascinated just to see how that, you know, works uh, in general. But yeah, I would have thought five twelve at a minimum, but that's just me. I think actually five twelve is my new minimum on phones go purchasing going oh, forward. Really? I think so.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm getting there. Um, I, all my data still fits under 256, but, um, hmm. I I'm right at the edge, so I, I think I'll have to join you in 512 land pretty soon. Yeah.
0: yeah. Heather's on the, the the 256 train. And I think the next phone for her will be 512, she just takes so many videos and so many photos. It.
1: it adds uh, up, you know, the next app I'm actually going to write because Apple just does not have this built in, take your iPhoto library and sort things by file size. Yeah. Because they they do not have a UI for that. And no. you know what? Those memories, they're not worth it. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> I want my memory back.
0: That's <laughs> it. There's a there's a there's a, like a special and in, inside of Windows, you can do like a filter. It's like size greater than like gigantic or something. And like there's all these different ones that you can do. It's okay. like actually pretty cool. And then you can sort it. Yeah, I agree. I need a sort size. Okay. You also get a solo knit band and a dual loop band. These are two types of headbands that are designed for user comfort and Customization: The Solo Knit Band is a single band that wraps around the back of your head, while Apple says the Dual Loop Band features a pair of adjustable upper and lower straps for a personalized fit. I thought our straps were going to be—I thought that I thought I thought that <laughs> the Apple Vision Pro we needed a custom order every single strap that went onto our head. No, wasn't that a thing? They're going like to 3D print stuff for us or something.
1: <laughs> No, I, I thought that was for the eyes, but um, no, the, the, this headband thing really threw me off. I was like, wow, they really couldn't come to a decision on which one's better. And I wonder what the differentiating factor is. Why do mm-hmm. some people prefer the one? It, it, it kind of blows my mind. Um, it's, <laughs> for, for a device where they didn't want to give us 256 gigabytes more, they're going to manufacture an entire another strap. You would think you could put, squeeze it onto the chip for the same price as a strap.
0: And now, um, <laughs> that being said, I'm scrolling through the marketing material, and I believe we only ever see single strap on people. Yeah. Heads. In fact, it looks the double cool. strap doesn't look as cool. That's You're right. right. Doesn't yeah.
1: look as cool. Boy, and knowing my luck, I'm probably going to end up having to be a double strap person. Yeah. Not looking cool. that my house I mean, with my cat.
0: Everyone has different size heads, so I get it. All right, next we have two light seal cushions. These cushions come supplied in two sizes and provide additional comfort and light blocking capability, ensuring a snug fit around the face to prevent light leakage. I don't want no light leak- leakage in my, in my thing.
1: I completely ruins the effect. <laughs> True. Uh, I, I oh. can't believe they didn't solve the light leakage, though. I was expecting this thing to be like a gelatin that molds itself to my face like venom.
0: I I cannot... I cannot, for any reason, like there's no photo that I can see of them, like installing this cushion or is the cushion, the thing that's against your face and you can swap that part in and out. Oh, it's magnetic. Oh, okay. So that's the thing that rests, rests up against your face. There must be two of them. It gently f- flexes to come conform to individual face shapes fascinating so this is the part that's like on your physical face and there's going to be two of those i mean you're you know you're getting a lot of customization
1: you're very fascinating have you ever showed uh, molded um shin pads like soccer shin pads to your leg? um
0: i know what you're talking about but uh yeah yeah,
1: I I kind of wish they just did that, like properly molded to my face. Like mm. it's gonna get a little warm, but just just hold it to your face and it will just <laughs> adhere to my face. <laughs> yeah,
0: it like inflates around it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: kind of like a a tempur material.
1: Yeah, just create a little vacuum and suction cup. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. That way, I uh, have a nice red rim around.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> every,
0: you're gonna get it. Okay, good. Okay, I just want to make sure. Uh, you're going to get a cover for the front glass. The cover protects the headsets front front's glass when not in use preventing scratches and from damages. That's cool. You also get a polishing cloth, uh $85 polishing cloth. It's designed for cleaning <laughs> the headset and lens and front glass. Uh, that's cool. You also get a battery pack, provides two hours of general use and two and a half of 2d video playback on a single charge. According to Apple, you get a USB C adapter and also a USB C
1: charging cable. there you go well you know at least they're putting the charging adapters and cables back in the products like even iPhones don't come with those anymore so Mm. that's nice for $3,500 you get it (laughs) must be a chunky one like a fast charge they must
0: they must you know when you have the 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 battery length only being two to two and a half hours which is short by the way but also maybe long I don't (laughs) know
1: Oh, I, I, I think it's way too short. Um, It's, it's kind of sad because like just as you would get into something, your battery is going to be dead. Like, I don't know about you, but it takes me at least an hour to get into something. Listen,
0: when I'm scrolling on Netflix, I'm not even <laughs> starting to watch a show until exactly. at least 85 minutes into Brow- right. Browse this Infinite scroll. <laughs>
1: Especially imagine the 3D infinite scroll; it's just going to be amazing. <laughs> Things are zipping around X, Y, and Z. It's like, <laughs> do, 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 do. like,
0: like, like, the Netflix catalog. Just like, it's
1: like the uh, okay, the archives and like Star Wars or whatever. It's just like that, that. That's the app that I'll write for you. The uh, ADD star, uh Video Viewer Browser do. for Netflix. Yeah. Uh,
0: now you also mentioned that there's going to be these optional. Um, optical inserts um, from Zeiss, uh, which is nice, um, starting at $99 um, that you can buy, I guess you would just know what your prescription is, submit it to Zeiss, and then they give you the inserts and bingo, bango, you're good to go. So that's kind of nice. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Um, if your prescription is valid, this, this is the question, like, um, because I don't know anyone who's gone through this. If you go and order eyeglasses online on the internet. You can certainly type in your prescription, but they also check that it's valid.
0: That's what it says. It says the inserts will attach to the Vision Pro lenses magnetically, which is kind of awesome. Of course, (laughs) why wouldn't it be magnets? But I guess once they're in there, how do you get how do you get them out? Never. Um, It says you will need a valid prescription to get the inserts. Apple cautions (sighs) that not all prescriptions will be supported. And they'll be available to order on Apple's website. Now, Apple now has become a
1: pharmaceutical distributor of glasses. (laughs) Well, thanks to Zeiss Zeiss lenses. That's pretty big play. Uh, Yeah, great. Wonderful. As if I don't have enough trouble ordering eyeglasses already. If if it's not obvious, I don't go to my optatrician every year. I'm terrible. Who does? Yeah. Um, I want to know if you're that if you're if you are that with it in life i want to know right in and let us know
0: yeah um, oh I, I, hold on so- i i do need to make a correction here sorry mm-hmm. that there are two types of optical inserts readers for 99 and prescriptions for 149 so yeah there you go yeah does it not come um, with a does it not come with a carrying case
1: <laughs> no one's going to leave their house no i'm just i'm i'm curious who's going to leave their house with this thing on Can I say, though, that I I don't think they're doing the batteries right. They should make it. They should have made it so you can get like the Luke Skywalker belt and just keep clipping more batteries onto it. So like, yeah, the first battery packs two hours, but then you get the second battery pack. Now I got four hours. Did they not learn anything about
0: lightning cables and chaining monitors together from each other? You just chain those puppies.
1: Yeah. Just chain them like Christmas lights. I would wear Christmas lights around my belt if it meant more. Not VR time. If it meant more spatial computing time, how come
0: I can't strap just that one
1: huge
0: <laughs> battery <laughs> out of my back? And it's like, and it's like, uh, it's it's got the it's got the chest strap. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like go you 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 literally get out of bed and you harness this thing onto you, and it's an eighty-five pound battery and I got all day battery life, and you just have this one little tiny USB C cable coming in, tick tick, and you're good to go. I, just I solar I, panel. A solar panel on it. Why not?
1: Did they actually say whether the connection to the power thing is USB C? Because that seems like too nice of Apple. If they actually made that USB C, that would be amazing. But it probably isn't.
0: No, it's magnets. (laughs) Of course. No, it's it's a special magnet. It's a special. Magnet <sighs> doc. Let me see if I can find the image here for you. Yep, here it is. Well, I'm going to it on the ZenCaster. There you go.
1: I have faith in Amazon third parties. They're, they're going to come through for me. <laughs> come through for me, please.
0: Well, now the one thing they didn't announce, or what I can't maybe find, is uh, accessories. Because listen, they're not just going to get 34.99 from you. They're going to get a whole bunch more from you. Trust me. So like, where's the case? Where's the extra batteries? Um, I don't know what else I'm missing from it. There's got to be other stuff that I could buy. What else could I buy for this thing? Something.
1: Well, I, I am curious if they'll ever have any kind of controller. I think they've been really working hard to have no kind of controller or anything. But virtual keyboards and things like that aren't great. So I, I got a feeling there'll be some controller, like something in the future. Or is it all just going to be Apple Watch? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, and then it needs to come with like safety gloves for like walking into walls and things like that. So like bumpers. Bumpers. <laughs>
0: Humphers. But as a bumper. you know what it needs? Is a power <laughs> glove from like NES. You strap on this glove. It's got like a, a keyboard on it. Be amazing. I'm just Apple. We're full of ideas. Hire us. I already have a great job. So you don't need to hire me. Hire Frank. I'll, I'll pass on the great ideas.
1: Um are you gonna get one? Or are you buying one? I I I I think I I think I am. I, I've been debating on this show for what, two years now? And it's a god awful amount of money for something I probably won't make the money back on and get distracted writing a whole lot of apps for that I don't yeah. make money on. But uh, why not? <laughs> what, one more crazy thing. I would I just wish I had a better computer for it because I, I hope I don't have to upgrade my computer as I buy a ridiculous new device. I, I hope I can just work on the laptop Make make it pay for itself first, and then maybe upgrade computers.
0: Well, you were already at about four grand because you got the Vision uh, Pro, you got the uh, you got the prescriptions, you got uh, the sales tax, you got the extra battery. Uh, you know, the extra battery is going to be about five hundred dollars. So now you're at about forty five hundred dollars. Opt- A optometrist
1: appointment. That's
0: yes, hundred two hundred bucks. Yeah, you know you don't have insurance, so that's going to cost <laughs> you three three grand right there. Who's got vision uh,
1: insurance except for? Microsoft employees. <laughs>
0: uh actually it was it was at my last at my in my company before Xamarin, we had uh, vision but not dental.
1: Yeah. I mean even vision, a lot of people don't do.
0: No, we had what? vision, we didn't have dental insurance.
1: Yeah. yeah. But I pretty normal.
0: Love my teeth, even though they're all <laughs> oddly shaped. I'm not gonna correct them, but I do like I love a good cleaning. Anyways. So let's say you're already at 40, at least 4,000 in what else can oh, you gosh. to be an Apple vision pro developer? You need the device four grand check, check, check. What do you need? A new iMac? No, you can't even be an iMac. No. It's gotta be what? iMac pro It can't be a Mac pro. They're all old
1: and busted.
0: What are we no, buying? Like,
1: your your only option right now is the Mac studio, uh, which is another four grand three or four grand. I'm buying it.
0: Okay. Four grand. We got Mac studio yeah. coming in. <laughs> Like how yeah. they like how they put a two thousand dollar one on there. Like anyone's gonna, yeah. gonna get. Why does the two thousand dollar Mac State or Mac Studio come with five hundred and twelve gigs of storage, but the thirty four ninety nine is two fifty six storage? I know it's an SSD versus chip it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, four grand. Okay, so you're in for another four grand. That's the M two Ultra. Okay, we probably got to spec it out because if you're gonna buy, you're only gonna buy it once. Um. Do you need
1: you got to upgrade it to the 64 gigs of RAM, and you need the two to four terabyte hard drive.
0: Okay, cool. So it comes by default with 64 gigs of RAM, but you okay. might as well get 128 because I don't know 20. that that's pushing it. 64 then, is an
1: upgrade over what I have.
0: Good then we mess. get the four terabyte. Let's mm-hmm. get the 76 core GPU because why not? Um, right. only seven thousand. So you're only in about thirteen thousand. No, $12,000 to become an Apple Vision Pro developer, Frank. Not bad.
1: Not bad at all. Not bad at all for something I'll probably make $1,000 on.
0: (laughs) Those are all business (laughs) expenses,
1: basically free. Yeah,
0: great. That's not how it works. It's not how it works, people. Um, We're not tax professionals. Um, Do (laughs) not take anything we say as tax advice, nor do I even really own a business at all, to be honest with you. So Frank does, but I mean, technically it is kind of a business write off, but don't listen to what I just said. Do your, talk to your tax CPA.
1: (laughs) You know, I developed my first three apps on a laptop. Um, I think you just convinced me I am not upgrading my main machine this year. Uh, We will, we will spend the money on the ridiculous device. Yes, probably. And then uh, just do it on a laptop and Try to
0: recover some of that money. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, let us know what you're doing this Friday. You're going to be like me and Frank up at 4 a.m. in the queue. If so, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter at mergeconflict.fm. Hit us up at mergeconflict.fm. There's contact button or hop into our Discord or become a Patreon We you can get bonus exclusive episodes as well. That's going to do for this week's exciting spatial episode
1: of merge conflict so until next time i'm james montemagno spatially aware and i'm frank krueger spatially audibly and visually aware sure peace